Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is February 11th, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today. On today's episode, we're going to recap Wednesday's top performers and Thursday's, go over Thursday's six-game slate and talk about all the great performances. And it was a huge trade deadline day. So we'll get into those trades as well to go over what rookies could be impacted from the results of the trade. Uh, First, let's go ahead and go over Wednesday's top rookies of the night. It was a small slate, so here they are. On Wednesday, our top rookie was Evan Mobley with 18 points and 12 rebounds. Then Davion Mitchell, 18 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Great performance, you know, with the trade of Tyrese Halliburton being shipped out. Uh, Scotty Barnes had 17 points and four assists. Josh Giddy, another all-around game with 13, nine, and six assists. Jonathan Kaminga had 12. Greg Brown and Trendon Wofford played well for the Portland Trailblazers. Greg Brown scored 11. Trendon Wofford, six points and four rebounds. And they will be interested to see how their minutes continue because early in the season, Greg Brown wasn't getting much time at all. Trendon Wofford was trending up. And now with the trade, Greg Brown is getting a lot more minutes than Trendon Wofford. So we will see if that continues or if they bring someone else in to fill that big man slot for the Portland Trail Blazers, whether it's a buyout or just free agency because the trade deadline has expired. Uh, but if you have a spot on your roster, you probably should go ahead and look into Greg Brown because he was their only draft pick. He's got super potential. Uh, He was just a little raw. So if he's able to finish this season, which is a season where they're not contending for anything, they're honestly just contending for a top draft pick. Greg Brown could be a great pickup for you. Now going over to some of the trade deadline trades, uh, the latest one was the Rockets acquired Dennis Schroeder from the Celtics along with Enos Cantor, well, Enos Freedom, and Bruno Fernando, and the Celtics received Daniel Tice. Now, that won't affect the Celtics in any way. For the Rockets, of course, we have Jalen Green. We have Dacia Nix in the G League with the Rockets. So that will probably cancel all Dacia Nix's chances of moving up to the Rockets and finishing the season with them but we will see how that goes. Hopefully it won't hurt Jalen Green, but not too much impact with that trade. Uh, In a weird trade, the Washington Wizards uh, traded with the Mavericks. The Mavericks got Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. The Wizards got Christoph Przingis and a second round pick. So I guess you can say this hurts Isaiah Todd for the Wizards, but he hasn't been playing all year and there seems to be no path for him to play even without Przingis. Uh, it does open the door a little bit for Corey Kispert because Dallas Bertans will be out of there. Um, so he should get more minutes, but Dallas Bertans missed a lot of games this year already anyway. So I don't know if that'll help too much or not. Might help Denny Advia more than Corey Kispert. And another trade, the Hornets got Montrose Harrell. The Wizards got Ish Smith and Vernon Carey. Uh, doesn't really help anyone on the Hornets. If anything, Kai Jones probably will not play at all this year. Um, That's about it for that. For the Wizards, um, 
once again, no impact. They just got backup players. Uh, Jalen Smith was traded to the Pacers for Torrey Craig and a future pick. Went to the Pacers. <laughs> that doesn't really affect anything. I don't think a lot of people are getting worried about Isaiah Jackson now having some competition with Jalen Smith there. I think they will either play well together or split the minutes, and they still should be able to be productive either way. We will have to see how that goes. A lot of people are saying Jalen Smith is, uh, a re- is a free agent after this season. So it's really just a trial and error situation. But Isaiah Jackson is the future of this team. So unless Jalen Smith plays incredible, uh, you can still expect Isaiah Jackson to be okay. And it doesn't affect the Suns at all for their rookies. Another trade, the Celtics received Derek White. The Spurs received Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford and a first-round draft pick and draft swap in 2028. Uh, for the Spurs, it's a little bit of a log jam at guard. <laughs> you know, we were wanting one of the point guards to get moved, but then they brought in two small shooting guards. So hopefully that doesn't affect Josh Primo too much, but it's not looking great uh, for his um, potential for minutes, but he is their future more than anyone else. So we will see. Uh, for the Celtics, they have no rookie, so it doesn't affect much at all. And the huge trade of the day, of course, was James Harden and Paul Millsap went to the Sixers. And Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre German, Drummond, and draft picks went to the Nets. For the Nets, uh, you pretty much can cancel out all their rookies. Maybe Cam Thomas will continue to thrive off the bench. But Kessler Edwards already was trending down. You can pretty much say he's done for. Um, David Duke was already not playing much, uh, so he's done for. De'Ron Sharp is probably done for as well. Um, Cam Thomas had a big night tonight. We'll get into that in a little bit. But other than that, uh, no rookies will be able to flourish uh, now with all these players coming in. I mean, they were barely flourishing without them there. So, uh, But for the 76ers, they weren't really playing rookies anyway. They have some talented rookies, but... They're not using them right now, so there's nothing much we can say about that. In another trade, um, the Thaddeus Young and Drew Eubanks and a pick went to the Spur- went to the Raptors, and the Spurs got Goran Dragic and a pick. Dragic is expected to be waived. Um, for the Raptors, they just get depth, and Drew Eubanks is apparently going to be released. So doesn't affect Scotty Barnes in any way, but you know it's just depth for the team. And in another huge trade, Milwaukee Bucks received Serge Ibaka and two second-round picks. The Kings received Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, Dante DiVincenzo. The Clippers received Rodney Hood and Simi Ojale. The Pistons received Marvin Bagley III. Uh, with Marvin Bagley III going to Detroit, that probably will only hurt Luka Garza's chances of playing deep into the season, which probably would have happened. Uh, but may not now, and if it does, just not as much as it would have. So that's not good for Luca because we would like to see him play. When Every time he plays, he does well, and Detroit's season is going nowhere, so that would have been some prime opportunity for him. But it's an upgrade for the Pistons. I think Bagley can come in and start, honestly. We will see what they do. For the Clippers, it doesn't affect anything. They are – Rodney Hood and Simi Ojale probably won't even play much for them. 
and Brandon Boston is already buried on the bench right now. For the Kings, this Dante DiVincenzo, they say he could start over Davion Mitchell, but I don't think it would affect Davion Mitchell's minutes that much because Davion's been playing great as of late. And the other pieces are just depth. And for the Bucks, Serge Ibaka coming in, you can say Sandro Mamukashvili's uh, pathway to minutes is closed, but he wasn't getting minutes as it is already anyway. So not much to cancel out there. So but that was a great situation. Um, but yeah, other than that, those were today's trades. Well, Thursday's trades for the trade deadline and we will see what happens. You know, now everyone's been stashing players and now we've got to have to see whether the stash is worth it and how it affects everyone else in the rotation. I don't think it really affects rookies too much. Some that just may have had opportunities, but now the door is closed. And a few, the door may be open, but they're going to have to grab that opportunity and take advantage of it. All right, so now let's get straight into it like there's nothing to it with the seven-game slate. I said six earlier, it's seven. (laughs) But first, the first game is the Toronto Raptors defeated the Houston Rockets 139-120. to For the Rockets, and apparently the Rockets were discussing the trade with the Lakers to trade John Wall for Russell Westbrook in a first-round pick. The Lakers denied that, so John Wall continues to sit out this year. The Lakers are still in their situation where they have an opportunity to turn it around, but we will see what happens. All right, for the Rockets, though, tonight on Wednesday, well, Thursday night, Jalen Green played 35 minutes, had 18 points, only had one rebound, one assist, and he had three turnovers. That's the issue with Jalen Green. Even coming out of college, you know, he's a prolific scorer. Well, I say college, but he came from the G League Ignite instead of going to college. But he's a prolific prolific scorer, but he's not one of those guys that get you those all-around stats. He's going to get you pretty much points, and that's it. He he might get three rebounds, might get three assists, but not much, you know? So when you have a player like that, they're not great in category leagues. Um, They only are going to get you points, and normally the field goal percentage is not that great. But Jalen Green obviously has a chance to improve, uh, and this was a great game. It's just as far as you're looking at fantasy and category situations, it doesn't help you much with the hardly any stats in other categories. but a lot of people get bogged down into fantasy and reality. Jalen Green had a really nice game. In fantasy, people were be saying he's a disappointment. He's ranked number 200 and something. But it's all about progression. This is his rookie year. In the coming years, he will learn how to do other things, play unselfish. And it, it may take another roster around him to help bring the best out of him to do some other things as well. But for now, a lot of people will say he's having a disappointing rookie season. I think his rookie season has been just fine. He's not going to be rookie of the year like a lot of people expected. I figured he would be, he and Cade would be clawing at it, uh, possibly a two-way tie for a rookie of the year because Cade may average less, but he have those all-around stats and Jalen Green may average more, but without those counting stats. So I figured they would be right neck and neck for rookie of the year. But Jalen Green's been having some ups and downs, some learning curves, but all in all, still a really good rookie season so far. 
And this one, a bit of a surprise, Alperen Sengun came off the bench. Previous game, he started alongside Christian Wood. But in this one, Garrison Matthews started. Why? I don't know. But Sengun in 21 minutes had a terrible game. So it made the Rockets look smart. But he had zero points, four rebounds, four assists, and one block. He went 0 for 3 from the field and missed both of his free throws. So this truly was disappointing for Sengun. A lot of people were holding on to him for the trade deadline. You know, Daniel Tice did get traded. So Daniel Tice wasn't playing that much as it is, though. So it didn't really help Sengun as much as we thought it would early in the season. And right now it's really just a coaching decision on whether Sengun will play big minutes or not, because he still only played 21 in this one, and they got blown out. Uh, Josh Christopher came off the bench, only played 15 minutes, and he scored six points, had two rebounds and one steal. And once again, Garrison Matthews started and played 32 minutes. They easily could have started Kenyon Martin Jr. or Josh Christopher and gave him them those minutes. So I don't know what they're trying to do, uh, but it's clearly not developed their players because they're your most promising players are on the bench and not playing over 22 minutes. But you're starting Garrison Matthews. Now, if Garrison Matthews is in, in your plans to be part of the future, great. But he shouldn't be more of a priority than Josh Christopher, Al Prince and Goon, or Kenya Martin Jr., in my opinion. Now, uh, for Toronto, Scotty Barnes played 33 minutes. And like I said, with everyone healthy on this team, Scotty is getting the short end of the stick as far as field goal attempts. And, it, and this is with Fred Van Fleet out. Scotty Barnes went four for nine for the field, ended up with nine points, seven rebounds, six assists, and one steal. And he went one for five from the free throw from the three-point line. That's really hurt what well, hurt his night. Otherwise, he could have had a really, really, really nice game. But still, those seven points, rebounds, and six assists are great. You look for that in every player, and hardly any player can give you that. So Scotty Barnes is still having a tremendous rookie season, but I do feel he's falling down a little bit in that rookie of the year chase to probably fourth or fifth place right now uh, because the Raptors are so healthy. Siakam is playing incredible. Van Vliet is playing incredible. OG Ananobili is playing very well. So Scotty Barnes is not the number one or two option like the other rookie of the year candidates are. Delano Bonton came off the bench for 20 minutes, ended up with 10 points, four rebounds, and three assists. So that was a pleasant sight to see. And that's it. That's it for that game and that blowout. For the next game, the Miami Heat defeated the New Orleans Pelicans 112 to 97. And another sort of blowout, the Heat did play Omer Yard 7, who was mentioned in some trade talks. A couple of teams were interested in him, but nothing happened. Your seven played six minutes only, had three points and two rebounds. And it's going to be like that until Dwayne Dedman or Bam Adebayo are out of the lineup. For the Pelicans, Herb Jones started, played 29 minutes, ended up with seven points, three rebounds, two assists, one steal, and three huge blocks. Those three blocks saved his night. You know, a lot of people were concerned because they do have C.J. McCollum now. He was just brought into the lineup, and they were wondering if his minutes were going to go away or what was going to happen with them. But, uh, you know, they also received Larry Nance, but Larry Nance is out possibly for the year. 
But Herb Jones still started, still played 29 minutes. But the production just wasn't there. The field goal attempts weren't there. He shot 50% from the field, but that was only on four shots. So I think Herb's production will probably drop a little bit, but he'll still be getting those minutes because of his defense. So that's a good thing. A lot of people thought Trey Murphy's minutes may increase, but he received a DMP, unfortunately, again tonight. So on to the next game, the Washington Wizards defeated the Brooklyn Nets, 113 to 112. For the Nets, Kessler Edwards started again in 21 minutes, had zero points, four rebounds, and one block. So once again, two of the worst games of his career back-to-back. He's not making a case to continue starting on this team. I mean, you're going to have to start playing James Johnson over him if he's going to continue doing this. I don't know what's gotten into him, what bug it is. Uh, I don't know if the Space Jam monsters have their juice or whatever. Uh, He and Russell Westbrook, (laughs) but they've been in a slump lately, along with a couple other players. So it is what it is, though. Hopefully Kessler can find his groove back. But right now he is struggling big time. And Cam Thomas started alongside Kyrie Irving, alongside Patty Mills. So that's a three-point guard lineup. Very interesting. He started and played 36 minutes and scored 27 points, had four rebounds and two steals. Two steals are key. Normally, Cam Thomas is one of those points-only category players like Jalen Green. So putting up two steals helps a lot. It tremendously helps. And his field goal potential is great, 11 for 18 from the field. Four for eight from three, one for one from the free throw line. And this is what I thought Cam Thomas was able to do all year long. Maybe not get 27, but have these opportunities to play well, get some buckets all year long. Uh, Because from day one, pretty much, he fit in with Kyrie. I mean, with Kevin Durant and James Harden, they loved Cam Thomas. So, uh, but then Steve Nash and the Nets have slowly worked him in the lineup. And now with him starting, Uh, I think it might be a prime time for Cam Thomas to continue to start. Uh, But we will see what position they put Ben Simmons at uh, before, I guess, we see what goes on. But, yeah, they require Ben Simmons, Seth Curry also. So that could move Cam Thomas to a bench and possibly a DNP position. But seeing what he did tonight, hopefully the Nets will realize he's a valuable bench key cog and he should be able to help the team. David Duke Jr., Played 10 minutes only, had no stats at all. Dayron Sharp played 17 minutes, and he had a pretty good game with nine points, 10 rebounds, and two steals. So a lot of people think his minutes could be up and out of there, too, with Andre Jumman coming in, but we would just have to wait and see. For the Wizards, Corey Kispert started once again, and after his huge performance, he finished with six points and six rebounds with one assist and one steal. And... It's not for not trying. He went two for 13 from the field. So that is horrid field goal percentage. I don't know if it was Kessler Edwards because Kessler Edwards is great at defense. He must have pestered them pretty well because he went two for 13 from the field. And if he goes five for 13, six for 13, his night looks a, a lot different. But two for 13 made it a horrible night. Now, Anthony Gill came off the bench, played 26 minutes, ended up with 15 points and two rebounds and one steal. Anthony Gill is a 29-year-old rookie, so it's not really much promise in him, uh, but he had a really good game tonight. But Porzingis, if he's healthy and he comes in, 
and Nigel will definitely not be playing at all. And it, it's interesting that Rui Hachimura only played 22 minutes. Uh, I don't know if they're still working them back in or what from injury, but that's weird that Gil played so many more minutes. Well, it's just four, but still, it's weird that Gil played four minute, more minutes than Rui Hachimura. So, but what can you do? We will see what happens. And on to the next game, the Memphis Grizzlies defeated the Detroit Pistons, 132-107. to For the Grizzlies, Zaire Williams started, played 22 minutes, had eight points, one rebound, and two assists. Solid. You know, that's what we kind of expect from Zaire every night. So when he gets higher or lower, it's a bit of a surprise. But, you know, it wasn't only 22 minutes because it was such a blowout. So he might have had an even better game. And that's it for Memphis. Santi Adama is injured right now, just like Kay Cunningham for the Pistons. But that did allow, I mean, basically, Luca Garza did play off the bench 10 minutes because it was a blowout mainly, not because Cade was hurt. So he played, he scored, three, he went three for six from the field, and that was seven points, three rebounds, and that's it. And like I said, with Marvin Bagley coming in, that will diminish Luca Garza's role to limit it, if not zero at all. So that's unfortunate, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. Now, for the next game, we had the Dallas Mavericks defeated the Clippers 112 to 105. For the Clippers, Brandon Boston was a DMP. So they have a lot of talent right now, a lot of depth. I believe that trend will continue. Amir Coffey, who was playing well earlier in the season, was limited to 14 minutes. So his minutes are even cut big time. So nothing really to say about them. And the Mavericks, of course, still have no rookies. They did, however, cut Moses Brown. So it'll be interesting to see what team he goes to. Probably the OKC Thunder, I would assume. But we will see. Now, for the last two games, it's around five minutes left in the fourth quarter. But the Phoenix Suns are up right now, 116 to 94. And for the Bucks, Sandro Mucciffelli is the only, well, he's not the only rookie because they have Wigginton in there. But Sandro Mucciffelli is a DMP thus far. But Lindell Wigginton, the rookie from Iowa State, has been in for 12 minutes. And he has five points and two rebounds. Uh, interesting that he's playing, you know, Jordan Nawara. Um, it's only played nine minutes. I think he should play more. Uh, he's been great. Pat Connaughton only 17 minutes. So it's interesting, but they must like Wigginton. So that's good to see. But I like Mamuklish Belly. So <laughs> I want Sandro to get more minutes. But now they just acquired uh, Serge Ibaka. So Sandro may be finding himself in the G League for the rest of the season, unfortunately. For the Phoenix Suns, it's Rainwright did get in off the bench. He's played seven minutes. He has one point, two rebounds, and one assist. So um, that is it for the Phoenix Suns. And in our final game of the night, it's three minutes left in the fourth quarter between the Knicks and the Warriors. The Knicks are up 112 to 104. Jonathan Kaminga started. At this point, he has 15 points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal, and one block. 
So he's really playing great, especially when he starts. He always plays well. It's always great to see. Uh, Clay Thompson it did start in this one. Steph started. But, of course, they, don't, they, don't, they do not have Draymond. And Iguodala is out as well. So Moses Moody also has been off the bench for three minutes. But he has no production all around except for one block. And for the New York Knicks, Quentin Grimes started in this one. A bit of a surprise, but R.J. Barrett is injured. So he got the nod, played 28 minutes with two minutes left now. And he scored six points and two rebounds and one block. You want more. Uh, definitely want more. He only shot four field goal attempts, and he went 50%. So Evan Fournier picked up the slack. That was about it, really. I mean, Julius Randle had his typical game, but Kemba is still struggling. And Alec Burks played well off the bench. So, Quinn Grimes, decent, but not really nothing to remember. I mean, it really wasn't even that good. So, but we, you got to be more aggressive, Quinn Grimes. But glad that he started, though. Jericho Sims and Miles McBride both were DMPs as of this point. You know, surprising OB Toppins only played 11 minutes as well. And there was talk that Cam Reddish might get traded again because Tom Thibodeau did not want him on the Knicks, but he did not get traded. So we want him to get, we wanted him to get traded. So Quentin Grimes wouldn't have any competition there. But like we said, Grimes still started and had plenty of opportunity. So that will do it for today's show. Thank you all so much for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. And let's go ahead and get into the recap of our rookies of the night. First, I'll start with Cam Thomas with 27 points and two steals. Jalen Green, 18 points. Jose Alvarado, 17 points. Anthony Gill, the old man rookie, with 15 points. Delano Bontan, 10 and 4. Scotty Barnes, 9, 7, and 6. Dayron Sharp, 9 points, 10 rebounds, and two steals. And this is not to mention. Jonathan Kaminga, who has 15 and 5 right now. I'm not going to mention Quentin Grimes. Um, So that's it. So you would have to add in Jonathan Kaminga, whose game is still going on. Even though it's one minute left, he could possibly end up with 17 points or so. Uh, Yep, he's got 16 already. So he's talking, scoring as we speak. (laughs) But those are our rookies of the night. I would like to thank you all so much for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. Presented by Sports Ethos. If you like the show, tell a friend to tell a friend. I truly appreciate every comment, every like, every follow. Thank you so much. And until next time, I'm out of here. Peace. At William S. Bill. (laughs) 